Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Wednesday, November 22nd, the day before Thanksgiving. Are you getting excited? Do you guys do traditional um, Thanksgiving fare like turkey and um, sides? Um, Okay, well, it's One Take Wednesday, so I need not continue on with that banter. Mark chapter 12, we're in verses 18 through 44, which is the end of the chapter today. And then we'll go over to the Psalms. We're in Psalm 85, which is another prayer of the sons of Korah. In Mark chapter 12 today, we're going to have a discussion about the resurrection. And also we'll talk about the most important commandment. And then finally, whose son is the Messiah and the widow's offering. All good parts of scripture for us to meditate on today and to think about what God wants to speak to our heart and our soul. Verse 18, then Jesus was approached by some Sadducees. Remember that Sadducees are sad, you see, because they don't believe in the resurrection. Religious leaders who say there is no no resurrection from the dead. They posed this question, Teacher, Moses gave us a law that if a man dies, leaving a wife without children, his brother should marry the widow and have a child who will carry on the brother's name. Well, suppose there were seven brothers. The oldest one married and then died without children. Then the second brother married the widow, but he also died without children. Then the third brother married her. This continued with all seven of them, and still there were no children. Last of all, the woman also died. So tell us, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? For all seven were married to her. Jesus replied, Your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures, and you don't know the power of God. For when the dead rise, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. In this respect, they will be like the angels in heaven. But now, as to whether the dead will be raised, haven't you ever read about this in the writings of Moses, in the story of the burning bush? Long after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died, God said to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So he is the God of the living, not the dead. You have made a serious error. One of the teachers of the religious law was standing there listening to the debate. He realized that Jesus answered well, so he asked, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? Jesus replied, The most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel. The Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. The teacher of religious law replied, Well said, teacher. You have spoken the truth by saying that there is only one God and no other. And I know it is important to love him with all my heart and all my understanding and all my strength and to love my neighbor as myself. This is more important than to offer all the burnt offerings and sacrifices required 
in the law. Realizing how much the man understood, Jesus said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Later, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple, he asked, Why do the teachers of religious law claim that the Messiah is the son of David? For David himself, speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies beneath your feet. Since David himself called the Messiah, my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? The large crowd listened to him with great delight. Jesus also taught, Beware of these teachers of religious law, for they like to parade around in flowing robes and receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces. And how they love the seats of honor in the synagogues and the head table at banquets. Yet they shamelessly cheat widows out of their property and then pretend to be pious about making long prayers in public. Because of this, they will be more severely punished. Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Then a poor woman came and dropped in two small coins. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions, for they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. Okay, let's move on over to the Psalms. Today we're in Psalm 85 for the choir director, a psalm of the descendants of Korah. Lord, you poured out blessing on your land. You restored the fortunes of Israel. You forgave the guilt of your people. Yes, you covered all their sins. You held back your fury You kept back your blazing anger. Now restore us again, O God of our salvation. Put aside your anger against us once more. Will you be angry with us always? Will you prolong your wrath to all generations? Won't you revive us again so your people can rejoice in you? Show us your unfailing love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I listen carefully to what God the Lord is saying, for He speaks peace to His faithful people. But let them not return to their foolish ways. Surely His salvation is near to those who fear Him. So our land will be filled with His glory. Unfailing love and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. Truth springs up from the earth and righteousness smiles down from heaven. Yes, the Lord pours down his blessings. Our land will yield its bountiful harvest. Righteousness goes as a herald before him, preparing the way for his steps. 
Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. So many nuggets in Scripture today. I hope you have time to go back and meditate on God's Word. I just want to go back to verse 10 of Psalm 85. Unfailing love and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. This is a picture of what we find the character of God in our Lord Jesus. He is righteous, but He came to bring peace between us and the Father. His unfailing love is on display in the cross. And He speaks with such truth as He's teaching the people in the temple courts. They are amazed at what He says. And so today, let us just meditate on who Jesus is as we pray together. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for my brothers and sisters who are seeking to know you through your word. Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to what you have to speak to us? We want to just be thankful today for your unfailing love. So many times, Lord, we fail at loving others well, but yours is a never-ending, never-giving-up, always-and-forever kind of love. And you speak truth. You speak truth to the Pharisees. You speak truth to the disciples. And you speak truth to our hearts. In situations where we do not know the way forward, or we know the way forward, but it's really hard to do what you've called us to do. I pray, Lord, that you would give us the courage to seek your truth and to live in it. Thank you, Lord, for your righteousness and your peace. I pray your peace over my brothers and sisters this Thanksgiving season. I ask, Lord, for those who are really struggling with their circumstances, that you would bring the peace that passes understanding and that you would guard their hearts and their minds through Christ Jesus, who is our Lord, our Savior, our Healer, our Redeemer, and our friend. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. We pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen.